Hey yo, welcome back to the High Kicks Podcast. A little bit of a different feel for this one. First time we're taking it to YouTube um, and probably IGTV also. So, this is me. I'm Brian. What's good? I'm Carl. As As you guys know, but you've heard our voices and haven't really seen the faces, so I figured I'd put something to that. Um, Now to get to what we really care about. Carl, I'm not happy. Yeah, you shouldn't be. At all. Like, like, Allison played worse with his goddamn feet than I did in all of my years of being a keeper. Um, You can be as salty as you want, but I thought, man, you won against Everton. (laughs) Yeah, you did say that. I just stopped watching. (laughs) You were like, that was a great win, and then we were playing Rocket League the next day, and you brought it up, and I was like, nah, bro, you drew. Yeah, so um, very salty. So and Man City's just running shit. Man so. City's running everything. It's kind of just like at this point, they're Man so City good. It's the best team in the Prem, and it sort of just sucks to say because they're so Phil good. Foden, I I personally think Phil Foden should turn into a Waza, and that would be nuts for his career if he just played like a center forward role. Just because Aguero is probably going to be out and everything. Yeah, I see. I see Phil more slotting into that like David Silva role in the midfield. I think Pep wouldn't have taken a player so close under his wing and so like fine tuned and however you want to say it in terms of his development. If he didn't have that kind of plan for him, it's kind of a similar thing to what we saw him do with Messi. I'm not saying Phil Foden is Messi at all, because he's not, and that would be blasphemous. But, like, it's that same kind of thing, and I don't really think Pep is going to take a player like that under his wing without that kind of plan for him. Like, ball at your feet dictating the play, because if he's just the center forward... uh, not not just the center forward, but if that's the position he ends up in, I don't think moving him around to the pitch so much during his development would have been his development. Yeah, probably not, but you, we all saw the way that the boy, the man, the myth, the legend, Wayne Rooney, was able to break everything down at every position on the field before he really that's fair moved up to striker like he could play literally anywhere on the pitch but that's just because he loved the game so much he could have been playing defense and still loved it um but bruno 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 yeah that's it i just really wanted to say that i mean that goal he scored was beautiful yeah, like i'm just gonna say bruno that was a stunner he is bruno he's special and the craziest thing about him is sporting look like they're glad he's gone like, his replacement is doing better in that team than Bruno did. Yeah, scarily. Like, I don't get it at all. I don't understand that in the slightest, but like for another day. Yeah, and... Just straight up. Like, that, that dude's so good, and it's just like the young talent that we get to see at Leipzig. That's kind of fair. Um, Sporting is just... They're churning out players... Portugal's kind of churning out players, though. Like, Ruben Diaz coming yeah, out from FICA. Yeah, that's the main thing. Jao Felix a couple of years ago. I'm excited yeah. for that national team. Really, well, really excited for that national team. Just imagine every single player on their national team starting in your team and 
everyone wants that, so it doesn't even matter. The yeah. only person that I think is overhyped, and I, I don't know, on like his game, his game doesn't reflect that. Um, but Bernardo Silva, I think, is overhyped still. Like his game reflects that he's top class, but I, I don't know. He's so good. He's yeah, so good. I, for some reason, I just have like that that stomach feeling about him where it's just like do do i give him two cents or do i just uh, bite me like he was the best off. player on their squad when they won the euro yeah he was he like, was better than ronaldo like bar none so like where where is your skepticism like i really really don't get it older ronaldo i don't know I, I just so, really I, I think it's Ronaldo, mostly because you know he his goal scoring for Man City. You know Ronaldo's goal scoring has ticked up since he's turned thirty? Yeah, I, I sort of don't understand. He scores more goals a game since thirty than before thirty. Well yeah. Playing winger and then playing striker is a massive difference recently. I mean even he, though like he used to previously like sort of play like that striker role. Yeah. But um, I just got to shout back to the Prem for um, for something that you called. Ederson is pulling away on clean sheets from uh, yeah from Emmy. I still maintain yeah. Emmy Martinez has been the signing of the summer for anyone in the Prem. If you I just still think he's better than Ederson currently in goal. Yes. What are you on currently? What are you on, bro? What have are you, you on? Not been seeing. Ruben Diaz, have you not been seeing? Yeah, but Carl, the man, you can't. The you can't. Englishman. Yes, but you like can't. Stones is going off. I know, but you can't discount how good a keeper is just because his defense is great. Like Ederson is one of Bro. the best one-on-one keepers in the world. He's got some of the best yes, reflexes. One-on-one. What I'm Hold saying on. is, He's got some currently, of the best... just given form, but I'm giving you, it to we Martinez don't, we don't know over what, Ederson. We don't know what Ederson's form is right now. Like straight up. Okay, so let's see him play for Brazil. Oh, wait, Allison's there. That's just unfortunate for Ederson, honestly. So, like, what what do you want me to say? This is what we're going to see from him, and we will never know unless he goes to a different team. Like, I honestly Because think... when it comes down to it and when it matters, Ederson has been making the saves, especially this year. And yeah. I don't... I Like, Ruben Diaz and John Stones have been great in front of him, but... He's made the saves when he's needed to make the saves. So those 13 clean sheets, I don't take anything away from him on that. Like, you can think what you want, but I totally disagree with you. Yeah, I, I think like, De Gea has been making, like, those essential saves, too. I've, I've, been, but I've, I've I, seen I just, Emilio Martinez literally do it so much better. Emmy has been a revelation for Villa. Emiliano, yeah. But, I mean, Emiliano, yeah, but... He gets shortened to Emmy a lot. Um, no, I mispronounced his name. Oh, but like, I don't know. I just, I I hate to say it, but I mean, I guess it's the keeper in me. Just using the defenders to discount the goalie doesn't sit very well. Bro, I have to with the way that defense is playing. Like, no matter what way you put it. Yeah, but that, historically, that when their defense right hasn't been playing well, he has. Yeah, obviously. He has. Yeah. So that just but the makes me... Yeah, but he's not not playing well. 
He's playing all right. He's playing but fantastic. I, I, think, I think Ruben Diaz and John Stones are playing so amazing that it's sort of overshadowing everything so part that of, he's doing. You have to keep in mind, part of why defenders play so amazing is because they get directions from their goalkeeper. Well, yeah, obviously. So you that, see that with, like, Allison and that. You see that when De Gea is in that. You see that when Courtois is in that. Everyone starts clicking better. But what I'm just saying overall is that his defenders, like Ruben Diaz is able to do this also when he's playing for Portugal. Like he's able to carry a defense like that. He is so good. Like he makes, but, um, but one player being good doesn't take away the ability of another. Yeah. Like I, I, you're like a Ramos thing, but like, but you still, you still have not said anything about Ederson. I, to put I am, him back, your, I said your argument Martinez is in better form. I know, but your your argument for that has been Ruben Diaz. I need you to spit some facts about Ederson and how he's playing. That makes I'm you just think that I think is Martinez is in better form right now. Yes, but why? But he's playing for a worse team and fucking still has eleven clean sheets. Like he's still going off. He's still performing almost just as well as Ederson. But I'm saying that Ederson has two better center backs right now. So I think Martinez's current form is better than Ederson, given his situation. Okay. I just needed you to finish the whole thought because you kept going on. No, that's what I was saying. I know. That's what I was saying to begin with. I was saying that Martinez is in better form currently. Yeah, I know. But I needed you to finish the sentence as to something related to Ederson's play. But that's it. Like, he I, has I those center backs. Like, Villa does not have those center backs like Man City does right now. Man City's got is, four of them. Is, yeah, exactly. Like, <sighs> City has them center City backs. has, like, two world-class oh, center back pairs. Okay, who can literally just be like, oh, he, like, you actually need me to play today? And then they have Laporte who they're like, oh, you're actually the best left-footed uh, player in the world, but guess what? John Stones is playing. Correct yourself you. there. Best left-footed center back in the world. Yeah, not best player. left-footed center back. I, I'm not smoking crack. That's fair. Like, yeah. I, I'm not even putting Messi's name in that like conversation. Um, okay, good, he, good. He, he's playing like it, but I'm, I'm pretty sure. Is Veron left-footed? Because I'd give Veron like that above him. That's another story overall. Um, one of the best, and then John Stones is playing even better than him alongside Ruben Diaz, and I, I just don't understand that defense. That defense is nuts. Yeah, but like Bruno. <laughs> Bruno bothers me. Why? Because he's so good. And just to confirm, uh, Rafa Varane is a right right-footed player. Oh, Varane is right-footed. Yes. Um. Yeah, Bruno annoys me. Yeah, fair. I mean, I'm a Liverpool supporter, so Bruno annoys me. I respect yeah. the shit out of him. Dude's fantastic, but he annoys yeah. me. I, I have to I wholeheartedly agree with you. Like, I hate Mo Salah leading the Prem in goals, but love watching him play. Um, someone who's still racking up them assists, Digne. Digne. Just Digne. Dude is literally going to carry Everton. So, so Everton's drop-off in form and their drop in the table 
Co- when he wasn't playing coincided so not coincided with his injury. Like, Bro, like I, we, I don't understand we how much of this a season talking about how Dominic Calvert Lewin was important and how the signing of Decoye and Allen and James in the midfield was going to be so important. Right, it and it took us a couple games to realize Dinier is the most important player on that team. Is Dinier? Dinier runs the field similarly to the way the entire footy world gives Trent praise for running the field from right back, but Dinier does it from the left and doesn't get the credit. I would say he sort of runs it similar to Andy with like some more of the Trent passing because he does have some of that stamina that you don't always get to see out of Trent. That's fair. Trent doesn't stop. Like I was thinking so. more of just on the offensive end, but Dinier is a much better defender than Trent. Yeah, that's the reason why I would give it to Dinier like that. Mm-hmm. But he can also play left mid, which is interesting when he's able to play that alternating left mid. Like, he's just such a strong player on the ball as well. It's really interesting. Um, But he plays for France. Scary thing in the world. They don't need more great players, but they just keep on getting more and more. So, yeah, we'll see that at Euros, and we'll see Digne, without a doubt, especially his form. And another player we'll be seeing at Euros is Gunawan. And you know why? Because he's just thriving off of his system, and the only reason why I'm saying that, despite his great form, is just because I hate him because he plays for City and he didn't perform that great for Germany a little while ago, but he's still a great player for Germany, and he'll probably be going off. So I'll hold my tongue for a little bit, but screw you, Gundogan. You're, so, you're playing really good. So he has impressed me immensely. So well. In the He's last couple weeks, so well his his ability to control the tempo of the game from the midfield, and Are then you about anyone taking David Silva's position, I am giving that to Gundogan right now. I just can't give it to Gundogan because he's thirty. Exactly. I'm, talk, I'm talking but... long term solution, but so what he does so well right now is he is controlling the tempo of the game in midfield and dictating the passing sequences and moving the defenders out from where he wants to, spraying the ball off, and then he himself, who has just dictated the play, is making the run through the final third to get the goal. Or the follow-up. Or the follow-up. Because he's been so clean with the follow-ups recently. I don't understand it. Like he's it's sort of just really frustrating me. He is everywhere at once. <sighs> like, everywhere. It does. Also, can we start changing the name of Tottenham Hotspur to Tottenham Harry Canes? Because, like... Bro, no, no, you also need Sun there. You also need Sun. Do, I, I do, do not want to hear... I, I don't want to hear, hear anything... No, but, but hear me out, hear me out. When Harry Kane is hurt and he's off the pitch, they suck. When he comes back yep. on the pitch, they're a capable football team. You know who's helping Harry Kane to but, be a capable but when, football team? But when Son is off the pitch... And it's just Harry Kane, it's still competent, but it's very less so competent. Much less so, but... Like, that's I my will point. Take, I, will pick them, I will less. pick them to beat somebody if Son's not playing and Kane is over if Kane is playing and Son isn't. Right now. I would have said... The, yeah, you yeah. said the same thing. Twice, yeah, I said but, it, yeah. same thing twice. 
But, like, last season, I would have picked them to win if only Sun were playing. This season, Kane is on a just different level. Yeah, but you also can't take away from Sun I'm not, almost leading the I can't. round in goals. I can't. Sun is sitting at 13 goals assist, and 6 like, assists, and Kane is sitting at 11 assists and 13 goals. Yeah. So, like... Also, speaking of goals, shout out... 11, 11 assists, 13 goals. Did you say that right? Yes, I did. Shout out okay. to Pat Bamford um, getting his 100th career goal. Not in the Premier League, obviously, but just... Bro, but, it doesn't matter. He has 12 goals in the Prem at his age, and he's playing well. Yeah. I give the man hello props. I, I, I love watching Leeds play. I just hate that they aren't further ahead than they actually are in the table. I mean, they should be higher, in my opinion. They just have clinical finishing issues. I don't necessarily they, think they should be higher based on, like, I've been watching a lot of leads this year. Bro, it's finishing. It is finishing. It's not finishing. It it's not finishing. only finishing, though. So they. More often than not, I've been seeing issues with finishing. This like, is their issue. They have scored 38 goals. That's great. They've also allowed 38. Yeah. They go for broke. They play play football the way I play Rocket League when we play twos. Rotation. (laughs) (laughs) Like, like... I'm not kidding. They they just go for broke and they go for broke, but the, that's their style. So the way that they fix that style is they become more clinical. It, I mean, they yeah, aren't but... going to alter that entire style until they get a world class CDM slash defender alongside their current world class CDM. I was going to say they 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 have Calvin Phillips. Um, yeah, but. I don't know. I just don't think you can place any higher than mid-table if you don't play defense in the Prem. Yeah, I I understand that entirely. But I think it's completely possible to alter that if you get someone alongside Phillips. Oh, I agree with you. But just you saying that you think they should be higher, they're sitting at at 10th right now. And based you on their style of play, be? you know where they would be if they didn't have those clinical finishing issues that we've seen game after game. Because they would draw some of those games if they didn't have those issues, and they would have like they probably would have beat Spurs a while ago if they didn't have these finishing issues. They were playing that well in yeah. that game in the beginning minutes, and the only reason why they ended up losing, I'm thinking it was like three one or something. Um was because of a lucky goal, like the the crazy lucky goal by Endumbele, and then they had like two other mediocre goals. But they had like four chances within the first twenty minutes. That's fair. Like if you have four chances within twenty minutes against a Spurs team that was playing like the best team in the world at that time, the issue like, is though you are a capable team. But and that, I realize they're running out of, of form. Yeah, but they need to be just slightly more clinical. And if they were, oh my god. Like, they would just alter every single thing about that team. If they pretty much had Vardy, holy crap, do you think, like, how good that team would be? Just think about that. Bamford scored more goals than Vardy. Bamford scored more goals than Vardy. Vardy a lot faster than Bamford and would alter that style of play a lot more. That's that true. counterattack is different. That's Lester. true. 
I like, feel you, like you got to think about that counter attack, and they need to do more counter attack with more clinical finishes because they already have the counter attack and the possession based counter attack, which is nuts because they out possessed Man U earlier in the year, and Man U has actually been playing really good possessive football. They out possessed so, like, Liverpool too. Yeah, I remember these games vividly when we were talking about Leeds potentially being like a top eight team. Like, I don't think we ever like really thought they were going to stay there but like we were talking about them in the top eight they're like, still chilling up at they're they're a top 12 team yeah, yeah they're a top 12 team so also they, how long ago was it that southampton was on top of the prem bro it feels like two days ago if we're actually being honest and it feels like they're man now U 21 was, points back it feels like man you was running the prem still like for like Two weeks at this point, and like it, it feels like their reign was forever. The city's got a game in hand. Like. Yeah, exactly. City's just running away with it. it. It's it's a very bizarre season, and sad enough, City's gonna be like the Prem leaders. Yep, and they're gonna win. Like they are the only team in the Prem without either injury issue or just with no flaw on the pitch at all. I think this could be their year to win-win i don't mean you think they could win like a treble i could see them winning the champions league with this squad if this defense holds if this defense holds but we have not seen them like we have seen them against like liverpool and liverpool was able to score one but city still was able to clap back liverpool scored one on a questionable penalty call that it was a very sus penalty my issue my issue hold on can we talk about the penalties real quick sure my there, issue, there was weird ones. In my that issue game. with the way penalties are called and the way that fans judge that they're called. So, Ruben Diaz pulled at Mo Salah's arm. He didn't pull very hard, but he pulled enough to confuse or to do something to his body on the ball. He altered Mo Salah's ability to play the ball in the box. Yeah. Mo completely oversold the contact. Like he's going to. But it was a foul, in my opinion, because of the way and the nature in which he twisted his shoulders. Yeah. But you're not helping anybody's case when you dive like that. No, but, like, that is going to happen. That's what the game has become. I know. started that entire movement. I don't think Neymar started that entire movement. I think Neymar I think just re- made it mainstream. Yeah, he made it mainstream. That's what I should have said. He made. Like, he I think he actually made it more that. mainstream for like fans our age. Because if you ask somebody else, somebody will say somebody older started diving first. That's fair entirely, but we really get to see Neymar as of recently. Like, I don't know if you remember uh, when he got the knee in his back during the Brazil... Columbia game. Is I'm that the one where sure. everyone made fun of him for rolling seven times? Yeah, exactly. When he it's actually like most... had like a fracture vertebrae. Yeah. Like, like everyone still thought he was like joking around. Like that. That's how much like he tries to sell calls. That's fair. That's like fair. It, when he actually gets injured, it's like a boy who cried wolf. Like it, mm-hmm. it's just really sad nowadays. 
but he is like more injury prone as of recently. Otherwise, he would be in ball and door conversations a lot more often. I saw something on Instagram, and I think it's true. So if you, from our time period, hopped back in time yeah. to like 2012 and told somebody that Neymar will not have won a Ballon d'Or by 2020, they'd slap you in the face. Yeah. They'd slap you in the face. And it's not even... I think they would ask you if you're on drugs. I think they would also ask you how bad his career-ending injury was. But... Yeah, that's fair. None of of this is even really a mark on Neymar, though. It's just the unprecedented longevity of Messi and Ronaldo. Well, obviously it's unprecedented. (laughs) No one was... Like... At that point in time, of course, like, I was saying, like, Messi is the greatest player of all time. Well, I don't think you were saying it by 2012. He was uh, only five years into being, like, a first-team staple. Bro. Actually, yeah, by 2012, he was already in the GOAT conversation. Everyone was saying that in our generation. He was our generation's... Well, LeBron is our generation's Ronaldo, so sort of like Jordan, but like a modern day Michael Jordan. Yeah. LeBron, the LeBron Ronaldo comparison is just so accurate because LeBron, yeah, exactly. it's That's the same the year. Thing. It's, it's the same year. They're, they're the same age. Bro. Like, I just can't understand it. Like I'm trying to think of somebody to relate to Messi and I can't. Yeah. Because you can't do Jordan. Like no. that's not, well, I, I mean, I mean, I'm trying to think of another sport within that, like, same player who kind of broke out in 2007. Federer? 2003. Yeah. Djokovic, maybe. But I I can't put Djokovic in the Messi conversation. Yeah, no, that's disrespectful to Messi. Even though Djokovic is potentially the third best tennis player to ever live, no disrespect on, like, Sampras, Borg, Connors, all the greats. I do know my tennis for anybody who, like, has any issue with that, but I don't know. I just can't think of anyone. Yeah. Messi's just so himself. Messi is Messi, and, like, you can even, like, call plays, like, when he, like, 5v1s as, like, him pulling a Messi, like, uh-huh. at this point in his career. I saw like, a... only player, only player I can really see do, like, a 5v1 without, like, breaking a sweat. I saw a picture of Danny Alves's career assists, and one of them was a pass where it left Danny Alves's foot on his own half and rolled about 10 yards to the top um, right side of the pitch where your right forward is going to sit. And the Instagram post was like, now how is that an assist? Then they showed the video. <laughs> Danny yeah. Alves rolls the ball to the right, and Messi just burns six defenders and the goalie. He just takes everyone on, and it's just like, oh, so you want me to finish this left or right, like around you, like I'll or go over you, or through you? I can kick it. I can kick it hard ball. enough too that it'll go through you. He he doesn't care about going through you though. He'll just be like, oh, I'll chip it around you. I'll make sure it doesn't ever touch you. It's something that's so underrated about Messi in terms of his finishing. Like what his power? Yes. Yeah, like, obviously. You think just about because Messi, of his size. You think about Messi and you think about the curl and the finesse and the placement. He's got a rocket. 
obviously we are talking about like the best football player that has ever been alive in my opinion i don't know i think it's so hard i'm not gonna throw that label i i will take him over ronaldo i'm just like like i'm i will take messi over ronaldo that's it i am more about like i don't know it's so hard in footy and on the field maybe you're right but when you talk about athletes, you also have to talk about their off the field and the way they whatever with players and da 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 da. And I've heard more good things about off the pitch Ronaldo than off the pitch Messi. Well, yeah. Um, in but terms, I don't care about that. But Messi all the way. I'm a Messi fanboy. Of course you are. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Right, you have to choose one. Like I know. Who would and you I, choose? I think I'd pick Ronaldo. You would pick Ronaldo? Okay, yeah. fair. Yeah. Um, like, you have to just listen to, like, when other yeah. people, like, have their opinions about this. Because it's like, just, like... It's so interesting, but I would pick Ronaldo because, from what I've noticed, Messi, while Messi is the one who can create... Yeah. He needs less, or he needs more around him than Ronaldo does to succeed. That's something I've I, noticed. I've noticed that when a Ronaldo team has... I'm going to disagree with that, we but that's just because... perfectly can. Um, yeah. But at the end of the day, like, this is something that's like... We're basically arguing which water brand tastes better. Yeah, no, I was going to try to make a water comparison. I was going to be like, <laughs> like sparkling water versus like club soda, like... It's, like, the same exact like, thing. You aren't gonna, like... Like, there's no real answer to it. It's the same thing. I was but gonna like, say Defa- Dasani be... or Poland Spring, but there is an answer there. Um, yeah. Yeah. Dasani just tastes like piss for some reason. Yeah. But everyone knows that. Also, fun fact for everyone out there, uh, tap water is safer than bottled water. There's more regulations. Environmental science major. Yep, smart people things. Nah, don't, yeah. don't don't say smart people things. Say environmental science major. ENVS major. <laughs> Ooh, but yeah, Let, let's look at the upcoming games. Yeah, because we we kind of got off topic a little bit here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> more than kinda. Um. So okay. upcoming. Starting with this Saturday, the 13th. Why are the good games so early? It has to be. And what I think we should do this week is predict every single one up to next Monday. This coming Monday. So No, let's predict those. Yeah. Yeah, so we'll predict so up to the 15th? Yeah. All right. So starting off with... Your game. Leicester versus Liverpool. Oh, I know. I heard you. Um, that's why I sighed. I'm taking Madison and Tielmans. You're taking... To sort of say, hey, I hate you, Liverpool. Just like Man U hates you. I'll do Man U a favor and get a win. Ready? 
Yeah. Hopefully, this is... I'm going to go with Liverpool. I'm taking a 3-2 Leicester, just because I hate Liverpool. I'm going to go Liverpool 2-1. Okay. And I'm hoping Hendo can return to the midfield, because I think by Saturday, Ozan Kabak should be ready. Okay, but you were making a very valid point to me earlier saying that you wouldn't want to start Kabak against a team like Man City just because it's like a knock on his confidence. Mm -hmm. I think Leicester can also be that knock on confidence. So Leicester's different though. But Leicester's also home. But getting beat on a counter is totally different than getting completely outpossessed and outplayed in every facet of the game. Like, That's fair. Like, Lester, even if Lester walks away with a win, on the stat sheet, most of the time, they look like they get Less outplayed. Less possession. Exactly. Yeah. So, I think it's a... They play an amazing counter, though, I think it's so. a decent game for Kabak to get some kind of start. And if he does get a start, or some kind of debut... Yeah. And plays to the billing of his prospect... That's the main thing. If he plays to what he should look like, we won't have any problems with Ex- Liverpool actually winning. But that's why but, I'm going to go Liverpool 2-1. Yeah. Um, I'm Crystal gonna, Palace, Burnley. Uh, Palace, 3-1. 3-1 Palace. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to take a 2-1 Palace. Um, I, I really like Eze a lot. Like He's yeah. so exciting. Um, we we don't even have to explain that one that much. Zaha as a not even as... Zaha though. Like Zaha's just all talk lately, bro. But I still just love watching him play. I mean, he's so exciting and he's fun to watch. But he... exactly, I mean, he's not even that exciting. Actually, he's less exciting. He's more name. Like if you took Will Zaha off the back of his shirt and he was like. Eh? That's my... I disagree with that, but fair. Last year, he had four league goals and four league assists. That's not worth talking about. That's true. Okay. Fair, um, fair enough. Okay. Statistically, he's not doing what you want. All right, next game, the City, City. versus Spurs. <laughs> no, Nothing against Spurs. I could see City rolling them 5-0. Uh, I could see 4-2. I mean, um, I'm not going to let, pick 5-0. Just... I'm not going to pick 5-0. I'm going to go 3-0. But... Yeah. I, I, there isn't a team other than like maybe Bayern right now that I actually I'm taking a four one. I couldn't see City potentially beating five 0 I could see Bayern getting beat by them five 0 right now. Okay, then I could see City potentially beating any team in the world five 0 Yeah, low, low key. You because Navri and Sane aren't in great form, that's, but that's also true. we aren't seeing Champions League competition. Yeah, which, Bayern which is kicks a different up Bayern. when Champions League comes to play. Because that's when Boateng starts to click. Like, even at Boateng's age, it doesn't matter. He always shows up and wait until Sule starts to show up the way that Boateng does because Sule has, like, more potential than Boateng did at his age. That's fair. Um, All right. That's another story. Brighton Villa. and Villa. 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 All right, cool. We're on the same page there. Uh, Villa three nil. Keep it going. I don't know three nil. I'm gonna go two two nil. Maybe two one. Neil Mape yeah, Neil Mape is scrappy and he's able to help out Brighton and they get goals. Yeah, but Villa. Grealish um, Grealish is second in assists for a reason, 
Um, that's fair. You just get to see them ball out. That's fair. That's fair. Um, I want to stop and talk about this game, not necessarily the next game <laughs> for the game, but just highlight a couple of the players. So we have Wolves Southampton. Yeah. I'm taking Southampton. Two to one. Interesting. I'm taking Wolves two one. Um just because I I like Wolves. I do too. I like Wolves a lot, but they've been a different team since Ruel Jimenez has been out. Exactly. That's um, why I just want to see them actually win as if Jimenez was still in the side. They won't because he's that important. Yeah, I know. Um also Southampton has the best free kick taker in the league. Don't even try and argue Bruno because James Ward-Prowse deserves that title this year. <laughs> that is entirely fair. There is nothing you can say that can change my opinion on I would put Ward-Prowse. His accuracy is actually nuts. Um, also, Adama's numbers have been down for Wolves this year. Yeah, in obviously. Every, facet every, of the game. every single person on Wolves is playing lesser. Even Podens is playing lesser than what he should. So let's just ignore it, and hopefully they get a dub against Southampton. Like, I don't... I'm picking Southampton, though. Um, yeah, you got it. Don't don't <laughs> poop on them. They're poop. They'll get pooped on by a couple other teams. West Brom, like, Man United. Um, let's hope that West Brom wins this game 90 to nothing. <laughs> bro, I'll give West Brom $200. <laughs> Will you donate money if West Brom wins? No. You want to do that I'm again? I'm not doing that again. If you start that one, I'll do it. But I'm not... I was so sus. I was losing money. <laughs> That's fair. Um, I, um, as I said last time, I'm not really in a state to be trying to lose money. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, although it d- would be going to a good cause. Yeah. Um, I will. I will. Three no. I should have said it earlier in the year because it would have been a funny joke, but I would have donated money had Arsenal gotten relegated, but that's not going to happen anymore. Yeah, exactly. Man um, U, three no. Next question, Arsenal versus Leeds. All right. This is at a, the Emirates. This is a game to talk about. We could go on for this. I'm giving it two-two draw. Three-two leads. You're taking leads. Interesting. I, I don't even. I don't even think we should go on about it. I think we should just see if our predictions hold. Nah, I want to go on about it because there's a couple things going on at Arsenal and a couple things with Lockett Sweat. Well, with Lock of Sweat, um, and their new their new signing, who hasn't really fully like rolled in yet in terms of form. Once he starts clicking, I think it's over. I just hope that they don't make it permanent. I think they will. Um, nah, but I think there's a good amount to talk about here because Arsenal are very what's going to happen. You like you never know who's going to show up like which Arsenal. Yeah, but honestly with their current run of form and their current signings, I Their current run their... of form of five straight losses in the prem. Yeah, obviously. Or no, sorry, sorry, uh, sorry, sorry. That was Southampton. Two straight losses in the prem. Win-win draw loss-loss. I don't know, Leeds seems like the team to capitalize on that. Yeah. Yeah. I also but I, I'll still just Give it a draw for Arsenal right now, just because we. I, I really want to see Saka go off. I just want to really see, like, see Odegaard. I want to see my boy Melier 
um, make like a clutch save at the end, but that's just asking. All right, I'd be I'd be down to see that. I'd be down to see that, and Arsenal barely lose because of Melier. Yeah, that would be a different story, but that that's just a big toss up at this point. We can argue everything yeah. for both of those. Teams. I think that game could be one of the most exciting games of the weekends. Like the top billing is Leicester, Liverpool, and City Spurs. But yeah, but in terms of those are gonna be the where where games. we want our eyes, Arsenal Leeds is gonna be an exciting shit show. Same with Southampton Wolves potentially, but we'll see how that goes. Um, less attacking though. To... Yeah, definitely less attacking. Let's move on to Everton versus Fulham taking Denier. Um, oh wait, Everton. Um, yeah. All right, yeah, I agree. There's not really much to talk about there. Fulham have been playing a little bit better. They're not in last anymore. Um, yeah, they, but they aren't full draw the way that they were. Um, so Everton, 2-0. Um, yeah, that sounds about right. Yep. Then West Ham, West Ham Sheffield. versus Sheffield. So that's a West Ham win. I'm taking that one 2-0. I'll go 1-0. I don't know about You'll go 1-0? No. Yeah. Also... We gotta write these down and remember our predictions because I feel like we never do. That's fair. We'll start that next week because, well, or we'll go back and. I'll just check. I'll just write them down while I'm editing. Yeah, easy. Um, um, Chelsea Newcastle. Uh, draw. Chelsea win. Yeah, obvious. Chelsea win. Or actually, no. I'm gonna be serious. I'm gonna take a draw. I'm gonna take a draw. Two two. Uh, lucky. Late You're goal. taking two two. Yeah. Damn, I don't, has Tuchel allowed two goals yet since he's taken over? Bro, I remember their first game was a draw for a damn good reason, or was it a loss? Yeah, they lost. Yeah, but I don't count his first game in charge. He got hired less than twenty four hours before. That's fair, but I don't care. Him, I, I him being on the t- he's yeah, but but. That first I just game was Lampard. I know, but that first game was Lampard tactic. And they yeah, exactly. played very, Lampard very different tactic. in the game It was game Lampard since. tactic by Tuco a day after. So you aren't going to expect him to win that game. Uh, he's been playing sort of weird, in my opinion. Like, I- I'm just not used to the style that he's really bringing to this Chelsea team. I got to watch him more. And I have to yeah. reach out to Paul and see what his thoughts are. Yeah, exactly. We may have Paul back on next week. Let's see if we can pull that. Um I think that would be really fun just to talk about the way that he sees Chelsea changing. Yeah, I and, think that's a good idea. I'll but yeah, out. I re- really think Man U sitting in second is deserved. Uh, d- did I really just say deserved? It, deserve it is deserve the word. It? Deserve it is the word. Oh. Uh, you can say okay. it's deserved, it's deserved. Um, okay. Phonetics well, are a very weird deserved. thing. Um... um City sitting in first is just icing on the cake. Screw you, City. Can we, um, can we talk about the table real quick before we, we uh, head out on this first YouTube? Yeah, before we wrap up. Yeah. Easy. Um, so, I'm worried. I could see Liverpool dropping. That's Not why I'm worried. Like, we're, sit- Chelsea, we're sitting in fourth right now. And if the defense doesn't get shored up and... If you want to know something scary? The offense doesn't start clicking again. Everton has two games in hand. Uh, Villa has two games in hand. Spurs has a game in hand. 
And guess what happens if Everton win their two games in hand? If Everton win their two games in hand, they go to third. Uh, Second. Or, sorry, fourth. Fourth. Yeah, third or fourth, depending on the goal difference. It would be a pretty nuts goal difference. And, though, depending on what Liverpool does in the time of those games in hand. Exactly. I'm also, but when you look over at Villa, Villa can straight up just take over fourth if they get two wins. Mm -hmm. And I honestly could see them getting two wins, especially with their one against Brighton, which... But, so, it's weird. I don't... Brighton is not one of their games in hand. So, when you look, you have to... No, no... Well, yeah, no, I'm just talking about them playing against Brighton. I know, but... Like, I realize they have the one against Everton and the one against Spurs, so I'm going to take the one against... I'm going to take Everton, and then I'm going to take a draw with them and Spurs. Interesting. I would probably take a Spurs win and a draw with Everton, but we'll yeah, see. Yeah, just... Yeah, we'll it's see. It's hard to predict I'm, those games because we don't know when they're going to happen, and we don't know what the forms are going to be like then. Exactly. Also, we don't know if they have another game in the week or something, and if they're double playing it'll be interesting because you don't know who they'll play in the first game as compared to the second one they need to keep people fit if they're shooting for your champions league spot it'll be different speaking of the table you know whose value shot up this year in my own eyes who raul amenez oh oh yeah but i don't know how it's gonna be coming back from a fractured skull well yeah if he returns to form with if he returns with any sort of form and actually shows that that team is competent, I I think he deserves a lot of the goddamn money. I mean, he's the most important player on that team. You could argue he's one of the most important players to any team in the prem. There are none. They're he's all the, the most way down. Player. They're all the way down at fourteen. Exactly. And the last two seasons when he plays, they're at six or seven. They're a top eight team when he's healthy. I know. And the, I'm just so surprised Arsenal's in 11. Why? Because I thought Arsenal were on the up and come up. I honestly thought it. They still might be. Yeah, I know. Like, it's still early to call it, but... No, I mean, they like, hope. they could finish this year in 10th or 11th and still be on the come up. Their squad is so young. I know, I know Abba and Laka are not as young, but... I'm just talking about this year alone. Oh, okay. Like, I I just haven't seen Arsenal finish that low, like, since I followed soccer. Yeah. Since I followed, like, US, since I followed, like, global, like... Yeah, I I don't really ever remember a time in my footy fanatic career... That I've seen Arsenal like this. Yeah. But I've also never seen a Prem season like this. Yeah, that too. I've always seen a lot of distinguished teams where it's like, oh yeah, they'll obviously win. Like, that's not even a question. It was like the Man U days when they had like Rooney and of course they were going to win against like West Ham. Like West Ham didn't like breathe a chance. Like they, they would probably suffocate under like the pressure of showing up to Old Trafford. Like, there were times when Sir Alex walked out of the tunnel and you knew the game was over. Exactly. Bro, if he had a smile on, you lost the game. So, it's just, it it was just like that. And I got to see, like, that dominance from other teams, too. 
from those Chelsea teams, from Man City actually being able to, like, put up crazy numbers against everyone. Like, even that Leicester team, that Leicester team, oh my goodness, don't get me started on that because Conte was the best CDM in the world by, like, bar none. I want a documentary on that. Yeah, obviously. They think, need to do an ESPN documentary thing on that. They I do think not that need would to do an ESPN fire. documentary on that. Somebody else needs to do a documentary on that. All of the right, best ESPN are All of good. the best 30 for 30s are the documentaries that ESPN has bought that were made by somebody else. Yeah, no, I think personal rant here, a documentary on that would just be amazing. We get so many sports stories, we get so many things we need two documentaries on Leicester. Two. Yeah, fair. One on the 15-16 championship run, and one on Vardy. I'd watch the Vardy one 24 times. Vardy needs his own story. Yeah. Shout out to a account that I started following recently, the Football Academy. They have no idea that I even follow them, probably. But they put out a whole thing on Vardy about, like, his come-up and his path. Dude, like, quit footy and started working, like, just to get by until somebody convinced him to come back. And now well, he's a Sunday prem. League. Now he's a prem legend. He was playing Sunday League and then he got signed to a contract. No, no, he was out of the game. And somebody convinced him to go back to Sunday League. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like from Sunday League, though. Yeah. Like and then he, he got signed to a fifth a tier, and then a f- then from that fifth tier, they got promoted to a fourth tier, and then yeah. he became one of the most expensive purchases ever for the championship at one point five. And the rest is history. Because he's Vardy. He didn't. Vardy he Vardy. actually he almost quit football while playing for Leicester because he didn't. Do well in his first year in the championship. Yeah, I remember he had a couple cold runs and was considering retiring. And now look at him. He's a stone-cold Premier League legend. He's a goat of Leicester. I mean, yeah. Nah, there's a couple other players. I'm pretty sure Lineker played for Leicester. Modern, modern era. You can say he's the Premier League era goat. That's fair, that's fair. I'll give it that. Um, Alright, but yeah. this is going to wrap it up this week for our episode of the High Kicks podcast. Um, uh, follow our socials, uh, follow Instagram. At the uh, High Kicks have... podcast, uh, Twitter, at High Kicks pod. Yeah. Uh, subscribe to our YouTube, because this is going to be up there, and it's going to be on IGTV also. Thanks for tuning in. We'll catch you guys next week. Alright, much love. Peace. Peace.